0: Okay. We are golden. So, um so today uh we're going to talk about uh people's inability to visualize. If you're uh if you've done hypnosis or if you've done any type of change work or healing and stuff and you're talking about okay, just make a picture of, you know, la la la. There are people out there who just flat can't do that easily. And What I thought I'd do is just just for a moment, what I'd like you to do is just close your eyes and imagine a mythical creature known as the phoenix. And this bird is not bound by the laws of physical world. It soars in the skies of our imagination. It's reborn from the ashes of its own demise. And it captures our desire to remake ourselves into the version that we've always known that we could become. And our adventure today starts with our, with our friend Leo. And Leo had heard legends of the Phoenix, a creature said to reside on a far off island. And this mythical bird possessed the ability to, to create entire worlds with its thoughts. So Leo, driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, embarked on a remarkable path. But his path was not on any map. It was etched in the tapestry of dreams and possibility. And Leo had to navigate turbulent seas of doubt and fear as he sailed toward this uncharted island. <clears throat> where the phoenix was said to dwell. And along the way, he encountered he encountered challenges that tested his resolve. Storms of uncertainty raged and waves of self-doubt threatened to capsize his vessel. But Leo's unwavering determination mirrors the courage needed to overcome obstacles in our own path. So today we're going to explore the world of communication and uh, and hypnosis or change work. And I want you to envision yourself like the intrepid explorer, Leo. And we're going to venture into the realm of the phoenix as we try to <clears throat> unlock this potential within us to overcome the inability to visualize. Now, how many people on the call when, when somebody says, you know, make a picture or imagine yourself, you know, six years out into the future that you can make a that you can make a visualization of that. I can. That's three, four. OK, but uh, not everybody gets to do that. So in the realm of business and sales <clears throat> and communication, sorry, it's a very nosy day. Skilled communicators, it is our our job to adapt our communication to guide individuals toward their dominant uh, sensory sense. And let's just, like, like, let's play with this for a second. So you can do this eyes open, eyes closed if you want to, but I want you to imagine that we're standing at the beach, Jennifer's favorite place. Or we're on a hill and it's just before sunrise. It's still pitch black when you look around, it's still dark. And maybe you can hear your breath or maybe you can feel feel your heartbeat or your feet on the ground. It's wintertime right now, so maybe you can feel like your body heat coming up through your jacket or you can feel the cold. And on the horizon, it's beginning to change from dark to lighter hues of blue or gray. And as you continue to watch the sky and the horizon, slowly hues of pink and orange begin painting the sky. And as the sun breaks the horizon, feel the warmth of the sun. On your skin, or hear gentle rustling of leaves in the breeze, or birds beginning to sing. This multi-sensory experience is going to demonstrate how adding other senses can cater to people that have sensory styles that are different than yours. Uh, all right. We're going to do one, we're going to do one more. Uh, and If anyone is familiar, I love classical music. And one of my favorites is Vivaldi's Four Seasons. And in the movement called Winter, you hear the music beginning to slow. It starts out really slowly and then it begins to speed up. And as you're listening to it, if your eyes were closed, you can literally hear the sound of water droplets that are beginning to cascade from the icicles as the as the ice around the stream you know that's within the within the story begins to thaw and so auditory and kinesthetic imagery also resonates real deeply with people and i just wanted to like talk about this briefly because only about twenty percent of the population are truly visual. They lead with that sensory style. Everybody else leads with either auditory or kinesthetic. A very few lead with taste or smell. And very soon, I'm going to be doing a, uh, a workshop on sensory styles. But I thought I'd just kind of go through this, and I, I want you to kind of think about this when I when I say the. Let's say the words visual auditory kinesthetic that's one sensory style so they see visually first and then they hear auditorily and then they connect kinesthetically maybe all right the next one would be visual and then kinesthetic see feel and then hear the next one might might be auditory first so they hear then feel, then see. And the next one of that would be auditory and visual and then kinesthetic, kind of like VAK, only those two uh, have been reversed. And then the last two, which seems to be a large percentage of the population of people that are kinesthetic first, auditory second and visual third, well, and the last one is kinesthetic, visual, auditory. And this group of people, I really had to learn how to communicate with that group because it just, it it did not make any sense to me. It just like, can't you see what I'm saying? They're like, no, no, I cannot. <laughs> Don't you remember what I told you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> So today, today's the live call uh, because we don't have any live humans uh, here today. It's going to be kind of short, but I I want you guys to think about when you perceive the world, when you're in the world, what do you notice first? Do you notice how you feel? Do you notice what you see, or do you notice what you hear? Okay. Once you have that on board. Think about your partner or your business associates or your clients or your friends. How do they connect with the world? And one of the easiest ways to find that out is just ask them. Just ask them when, you know, when you are doing whatever it is that you are doing, what do you what do you experience first? Feelings, sound or visual in whatever order. So hopefully the people that are watching this thing live on on Facebook, this has shed some light, sounded good or felt accurate in some aspect of communication. You'll notice I got all three of those in there, along with (laughs) diverse sensory styles that different individuals possess. And by recognizing and respecting these differences is the difference, at least in my opinion, between being a good communicator and becoming a great communicator.